I'm Andre Bella for Esoterica, a short feature about extraordinary happenings and also extraordinary people. Sometimes learning is painful. Recently, I told a counselor how upset I was with a lifelong friend who didn't want to help me with a personal problem. She had simply said, I don't want to get involved. Really? I wanted to say. That's not how I reacted years ago when your boyfriend of five years disappeared without a word to go back to his ex-wife in California. I had a few really colorful words to say about him, and I certainly didn't say to you that I didn't want to get involved. The counselor asked if my friend was a close friend. I said, yes, I've known her since we were teenagers. And then the counselor asked the really big question. What makes a good friend? Well, it's someone who's there for you when you need them, I said. And not the amount of time you've known them, she suggested. The obvious was so hurtful. Yes, she was right. I had known my friend for a very long time, but based on my own criteria, she was not a close friend. Ouch. Who were my close friends? I thought of Kate. Had I known her a long time? A few years. Had she always been there for me when I needed her? Yes, always. Her large Irish Catholic family had decided at her birth that Kate would be a nun. So at 16, she entered the convent, eventually becoming a teacher in a poor section of Boston. But by 30, she was more than ready to leave the convent and family expectations behind to become a Peace Corps volunteer in the Philippines. Her life was getting bigger. During those years in the convent, she'd miss getting married and having a family. So after the Peace Corps, she married a man with three children. But the marriage didn't last. To heal her emotional wounds, she went back to education, what she loved best, getting a Ph.D. at Boston College. To finish writing her dissertation, she stayed with some Peace Corps friends here in Maine, spending a long winter in a small trailer in the woods behind their house. And that's when I met Kate. In addition to her dissertation, on weekends, she drove her new BMW, a gift from her wealthy brother, to Bar Harbor to counsel several dysfunctional family members. I mean, after all, she was the nun, well, ex-nun, who took care of everybody. Now she wasn't even a Catholic. I met her at Quaker meeting, and we became fast friends. I admired her spirited perspective towards her own life and her devotion, none or not, to helping others. For one year, Kate was principal of a local elementary school before moving to southern Maine, where she started an educational counseling business and a syndicated newspaper column called School Matters. On the weekends I visited her in Portland, she loved showing me her favorite out-of-the-way spots in the old port. Please join me next week for a sudden turn of events in Part 2 of Kate. For Esoterica, I'm Andre Bella. Thanks so much for listening.